with Tamika. Thank you guys so much for joining us for yet another episode of Tuesday with Tamika, where you guys already know what it is. We believe in lifting as we climb, turning our trials into treasures, living a life to inspire and not impress and allowing God to fully restore you. I am super excited about this episode and just all of the listeners. I just want to send uh, just a moment of gratitude. You guys are amazing. Thank you everybody for that. that's listening to the podcast, that's sharing the podcast, that are rating the podcast and giving us those five-star reviews. I would not be able to continue on this journey without your support. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Today, I wanna talk about how sometimes right where you're at is really a door opening for the next level. I know, I know. Life is life in you guys. Things are so hard right now. And there's so many things that are going on in our world that makes it feel like, why me? Like, why is this happening from maybe people losing their jobs? I mean, out here in California, I don't know what the heck is going on, but gas prices are ridiculous. So just living on earth these days seems to be almost like, like hard. Like, it's just so hard. Like, things are so hard. But I just want to encourage you today. And I believe that my guest is going to really give you an encouraging word that sometimes those closures, sometimes those moments of like, is this happening again? It's actually all working out for your good. Like it's actually the exact place that you're supposed to be for you to get to the next level. I know it's hard and I'm not here to say, oh, just get over it. I'm here to say, lean into that hard and figure out if this is the thing that's going to launch you into what you're really supposed to be doing. So without further ado, hey sis, you got a minute? Hey sis, hey, sis you got, got a minute? Hey sis, you got a minute? Hey sis, you got a minute? Hey sis, you got a minute? That's your cue, Megan. <laughs> oh, hey. <laughs> hey. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm in it. I'm into what you were saying. And I'm like, I'm feeling so inspired already. I'm like, you're talking about the next level facing tribulations. And sometimes, you know, I believe like rejection is redirection. And it's like, you think you're getting one thing and then you're like, just hit roadblock after roadblock. And it's really important to remind yourself that like, when you are in it, sometimes you can't see, you know, the trees from the forest or however that saying goes. So I'm, I'm, I'm enamored. <laughs> yeah. I love that redirection is sometimes, or I'm sorry, rejection is sometimes redirection. I love that. I want us to like, really, that's probably going to be the name of this podcast. Cause that was good, girl. That was good. <laughs> TWT a little bit, TWT family a little bit more about you. Yeah, so, um, you know, my background is I, I'm out here in Denver, Colorado. I moved out here for very lifestyle-based choice. I was in Chicago and I was working at a PR agency and it was kind of this like dream life that I built. I was only 22. I was the first in my family to go to college. I checked the boxes and in this career that I had chosen, I had gotten so stressed that I went to a doctor and I had stress headaches and I was getting declined from job, like different jobs because I knew I needed to get out of that. And then on a whim, we actually visited Colorado and um, fell in love. And 
I only applied for one job on my way out here and I got it. And it was actually with a national brand. And so like when we talk about redirection, rejection is redirection. Um, I really believe that was the case. And that was why, right? I'm not getting these jobs where I'm at. And, you know, had I done that, I might have thought differently. And really, um, that moment more than a decade ago has catapulted an entire career for me where I worked for a national brand. I've built a beautiful life here with friends. I now have family that's moved out here as well. Um, and subsequently, you know, had another bit of that kind of redirection about six years ago when the company I was working for, I was a brand director, marketing executive, overseeing a whole team. They decided to move their offices, and this was the second office move I had faced in two years. And this whole time, you know, when I'm, I'm feeling this like maybe frustration or like things aren't going my way. Like after I had this like dream career that I built and dream life, and I realized like, oh no, I need to bet on myself and do this thing. I don't often face closures like office closures two years two times in a row and so I really did take that kind of leap of faith started my own business and never looked back I went the freelance copyright or you know consultant route built a brand award-winning brand agency and now the newest venture is helping people overcome those obstacles those roadblocks as they can find their purpose and really create a life they love despite any of those adversities that they've faced Oh my gosh, Meg, I love that for you. So I can see while while I was kind of like opening up the podcast, you're like, yes, yes, and yes again. <laughs> I love that. So, I mean, you know, when people are sitting on the other side of the like hardship, the other side of the redirection, it's easy for us to share like, you know, keep going, just have faith and all of that stuff. But what was going through your mind when you took this huge leap of faith for you and your husband to move to Colorado to start this beautiful life that you now have. And then it's like the bottom almost falls out where, you know, there's the, the office is relocating and now what, like how, like, I want like those raw emotions of how you were feeling. How long did you stay there? And what are some steps that you took to get out of that place of like, Oh no. Yeah. And, and so it's a really great question because you always see the output, right? There's the saying that like history is written by the winners. Um, and with social media, it's so easy to see like people winning and it's, and I'm guilty of this as well, where you see me smiling (laughs) with my daughter, you see this perfect, like curated life almost. And I have been so focused on like being more real, being like a practical person's guide and breaking down those barriers because what you don't often see are those in-betweens and it's, it's really tough and it's part of life, right? Like, and it's like, not just for yourself as an individual, but like the world at large, you're talking about gas prices. Like it can sometimes feel so overwhelming that it's almost like you're so deep in it. It's like, it's like wave after wave after wave hitting you and you feel like you're never going to catch a breath. And then you do, and then you're swimming and you're thriving and you're on the other end. Um, And then you're like, Hey, look at, this is my beautiful story. And so when I look at those moments back, it's really, for me, the success comes out of those hardships. It comes out of how you, how your character shows up when you're in those really tough moments 
really true, like being true to your soul. And um, when I was working for this national brand, there was a moment where I was having a bit of a hard time. Um, just, you know, the typical stuff with managers and not getting promoted and feeling this kind of angst around, around the workplace. And we did an exercise that opened up my mind to like my own purpose. Mm-hmm. And what we had done at this corporate workshop, I realized it's like, oh, I'm I'm guided towards a higher, higher goal of really helping and connecting and and having more of an impact and a purpose in my work. And the work that I was doing didn't serve that. And mm-hmm. so I knew in that moment, I was like, oh, something's gotta change. <laughs> like that, like that cannot keep down this path of frustration personally. But also I knew that it was aligned with the idea that I was here to serve a greater purpose. And so the more I rejected that purpose and was just kind of working on this like marketing hamster wheel, climbing the corporate ladder, the further I got away from that light that was carrying me forward. And so when I was in that frustration, I'm facing an office closure, I'm deciding what to do again for a second year in a row. Um, I was, you know, I was actually offered like a couple of other corporate jobs and with big names and I turned them down. I was like, this is not serving my soul. It's not Mm. serving my purpose. And that really comes from like turning inward and having such a strong foundation and purpose as to who you are, the character that you want to portray in the world, like who, who are you at your soul? And then what is it that you want to do? And I often say, you may not know like the three-year, five-year, 10-year plan. Life is random and crazy. So it seems, but you need to know the next step. And if you can just really be aligned with your soul and your morals and carry that through, it'll take you really far. So whenever I'm deep in it, whenever I'm like feeling those emotions, I really just try to like level set with who I am and make sure that even in the hard moments, even in the hardships, I'm still showing up with kindness and love and serving a higher purpose with the universe or God and and that whole, whole being. Mm, I love that. So many people like the in-between is so tough. And the only way that we can get through the in-between, like you just said, is really navigating it with our own GPS system. You know, so often we want to like, you know, call our metaphorical Siri and ask, you know, how to get to point A or point B. And our sometimes our Siri is like family and friends and different folks. But I really love how you said going inward, because I truly believe that we are our greatest resource. Like we have everything inside of that we need to win. But so often the reason why it takes us longer to get to that purpose and those like those places where we were ultimately meant to be is because we're so busy, like trying to get validation from other people. So I, I really want to chat about how have you been able to quiet out the noise and with social media being one of the like biggest places that we seek validation and that we really get validation from those likes, comments, and shares. How have you been able to not only help yourself, but help your, uh, the clients that you're so lucky to share, to serve, be their authentic self and show up like in the way that they're truly, truly supposed to show up? Yes, I love this question because I think so many of us are programmed by outside factors. And so myself included, right? 
Um, I had a very adverse childhood. And when you're outside looking in, you might not see that. And you're like, wow, you've got it together, X, Y, Z. But like, you have to remind yourself that you never really know what's going on in people's lives. So when you're looking at social media from outside in, um, it's easy to play the comparison game. And then those validation points, right? Like notifications are literally there to like keep you addicted to these apps. So I'm a marketer, turn those off. <laughs> Um, and I have mine off, even though that's, you know, what I do. Um, but I think for me, what I really realized as I've gone through this, like healing journey, growth has become a mom, et cetera, is that it's about rewriting my story. And so with every single client, whenever we sit down and we do a discovery meeting, it's really understanding where do they want to go? Where do they, if they had all, all the like things holding them back gone, like take away the money problems, take away not having an audience, et cetera. Like what would your dream be? And then we unveil and we actually rewrite our story from the lens of the future as if it's already happened. And so when you do that, you really open up this beautiful exploration of like, no, this is, it's written, it's done. It's like a message to the future. And you take away all the things that hold you back, whether it is, you know, adverse childhood beginnings or um, a narrative of a boss that they gave you or you don't have followers on social media. So how can you possibly start, et cetera. And it's, it helps you level set from like a fresh slate that you're writing and it's your story to write and your story to own. And it's almost like starting a new book and day one, and you get to decide what goes in that. And I think that's a really beautiful place to begin a journey and to dive into the purpose and the work that we're here to do. That's so beautiful. I, with my clients, I often call it future pacing. So actually for our TWT family, those of you that are listening and Meg's uh, audience that's also listening here on TWT, we don't only listen, but we actively engage in this podcast. So I want you all to grab your journals and I want you just to write dear future. After you're done listening to this podcast, I want you to write a letter to your future self, to who you want to be in two years, in five years, in 10 years. I promise you doing this exercise literally opens you up to possibilities. I once heard it said that you can't achieve it unless you can see it. When you put it down on paper, it makes it more attainable. So write that letter to your future self. Meg's already told you, and I can just tell from the way that she's living her life, this is a practice that she probably did to get her to where she's at. It's definitely something that I did. And I go back years later, I never throw away a journal. I never throw away a notebook. And I go back and I look and I think, oh my God, because when we have those low moments, when it seems like doors are closing, when it seems like we're just hearing no after no, when we go back, we get to realize, wait a minute, that did happen. That thing that I said I wanted to happen that happened. And now I'm here on social media. There's a post that goes around that says that we are living in some of the prayers that we prayed. But I think so often we're so always focused on where we're not, that it's hard for us to appreciate how far we've come. 
So Meg, I just really, really appreciate you sharing your story and you telling us and even giving us a peek into your childhood. Because what I know for sure is when someone has as much passion and grace and just truly authenticity and they're ready to shed the armor that all of us navigate this world through, it's because they've had some hard stuff in their past. And they're like, you know what? I'm just ready to be. I'm just ready to be. So I'm going to ask a question before we get into the next segment. I want to know what would you tell 10 10 years ago, Meg? Like, what would you tell yourself 10 years ago? I love this because I actually think this often and I like if I meditate and I go back and I kind of visit younger versions of myself, but I haven't actually thought about the 10, just 10 years ago. It's often like childhood me or what have you. And I think I would, the first thing that comes to mind is like, take a breath. It all works out. And especially at that time in my life, I was so eager to like get my career and (laughs) do the thing right. Um, that I was almost rushing at like such a fast pace instead of just trusting, right? Instead of letting things just be and letting it roll. And it's actually a good reminder even for me today because I'm always, you know, forward looking, thinking about goals, where I'm going to be. And I need to like take a breath in this moment and be like, yep, (laughs) take that advice, same advice 10 years ago. And just take that breath and have faith that it works out because like when you match your mindset with action, that's, you're the one who's creating your future, right? And I love what you said about, um, if you conceive it, it's actually a big belief system of mine too. So I want to acknowledge that um, if you dream it, you can achieve it concept. And so like just realigning, having that faith that everything's going to work out would be just take a breath <laughs> when you're in it and you need, you need to come up for air. Yes. Yes. I know even like you said, even in this moment, you know, recently my husband and I have been, life has just, I feel like sometimes we have these seasons and it's just like all of the things happen and all of the challenges. And I was throwing a tincture tattoo. I'm like younger version of me was showing up and was just throwing <laughs> on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's peeking through all the work and it's just there. And then I, I just stopped. I, you know, I went and I got in a shower because for me, water, like does mm. something. it like calms me. It, it gets me reset and refocused. And then I just sat and I thought like where I was at 10 years ago, like I, I would wish and like begged and hope to be where I'm at today. Yeah. Right. The problems that, and I know that this is for someone listening, the problems that you're sitting in today, 10 years ago would have been like a dream. Like you, you would have wished that you had the problems that you have today. So I, and I, it's not to negate or to like minimize those problems, but it's just, I think sometimes we're so busy thinking for the next thing or like hoping that life is perfect, which that's a myth, right? There's no such thing. Perfect. <laughs> forget of like how truly blessed we are and how like things could be so much you know worse than what they are so and now for commercial break 
Hey sis, have you pre-ordered Unpacking? This is my newest book packed with 43 lessons to help you unpack hidden trauma. This book is for the strong girls. This book is for the brave girls. This book is for the resilient girls. This book is for the girls that has that trauma tucked away that you have never dealt with because you didn't have a safe place to unpack. Well, here it is, sis. I have literally poured my heart and my mind into this book to help you unpack. So go ahead and pre-order your book at Tuesday with Tamika backslash unpacking so we can unpack together. I just wanted to thank you. I want to thank you for like, you have this very calm, like welcoming demeanor. And sometimes oh, I'll thank you. Yeah, so you're <laughs> I love that. So I want to move on into um, towards our last segment of the show, which is our community spotlight. And you are doing such amazing things in this world to bring folks ideas and their story to life, to really bring their story to life. So I would love for you to share how the TWT family can partner with you. What are some things that you have going on right now? And how can we get in contact with you? Yeah. So uh, if you go to my website, megprez.com or follow me on social media, it's meg.prez. Um, I can help people really from the realm of if you're just starting out with personal branding, building your brand all the way through marketing execution, since that's what I've been doing for 15 years. And when we work together on personal branding, it's really about uncovering those stories that we've talked about here finding your purpose, aligning with soul. So you have this like complete North star of where you're going. Um, and for just for your listeners, you know, I'd offer 50% off of those services. Um, so it's really exciting for those. And then if you are further along in your career, cause I know everybody's kind of at different stages. If you're further along in your business and you're like, Meg, I've got this down. I know my purpose. I'm just struggling to bring it to life with marketing or things like that. Um, really, I focus on purpose-driven brands and visionary brands who want to make an impact. Um, and so I can help with all of the digital marketing services and strategy there and offer also, you know, um, special discount for everybody who's listening here today. Um, the larger being is like really tapping into the purpose and and reason why you're doing what you're doing and bringing that to life in a beautiful story that you can share with oh, other people too. That's so amazing. Thank you so much. TWT family, we will have all of her links in the show notes so you can follow her, go book a call with her so you can get that story out. I love what she said about uncovering your story. And one of the things that I always say is we're holding the pin. We had no like, input in zero to 18 of our lives. You know, people were writing stories for us, but the moment you get a hold of that pen and you get to tell the world who you truly are and how you want to show up, I think that it is imperative that you show up with excellence, that you show up in your authentic self. And I believe that Meg is the person that can help you rewrite that story and show up the way that you desire. Meg, thank you so, so much for being on the podcast today. I have one last question, and that is, what does living a life to inspire and not impress mean to you? 
I love this. And it really means living from your soul and creating a life that you love, a life that aligns with your soul, right? And that means something different for everybody. Um, And so when we're leading a life to inspire, it means being authentically true to yourself, showing up as yourself, whether that's kindness or outgoing or bubbly, you know, being really true to your word and who you are. And that means a little something different for everybody. And so don't coming back to the beginning of this, you know, instead of looking outward in really looking inward. And if you live inspirationally and you live true to your soul and your heart, I believe that people will inspire others and, and be attracted to you naturally. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much. So, so much. TWT family, make sure you go and follow Meg. Make sure you go and book that call. Visit her website. Bring your story to life. You deserve it. The world is literally waiting for you. So now is the time. You do not have to wait. If you're looking for a sign, this is that sign. Continue to live a life to inspire and not impress. Continue to turn those trials into treasures. Continue to lift others as you climb and continue to live or continue to allow God to fully restore you. Until next week, bye-bye.